Hi, welcome to this week on 260 Pounds of Oreos. I am Tiana. And I am Ariel. Or you may want to refer to me as ENFJ. Or in my case, ENFP. Now, you may be wondering, why are these two not using their actual names? But it's because this week we're talking about personalities. And, you know, of course we had to start off with those BuzzFeed personality tests. I don't know about you, but my whole life I've been weirdly obsessed with personality tests, and I had this book series I was obsessed with. And so I would always go on the website, and I would take the test to see what clan I was in. It was River Clan, by the way. And so, you know, we also looked at some BuzzFeed tests, which if you haven't tried any of those, they ask really basic, simple questions. Like, it'll show you all these pictures of food and be like, pick one. And then after about 10 questions like that, it gives you a personality type. Right. And naturally, Hannah and I took, which Disney princess are you? And I ended up being Tiana, who is confident and has clear set goals that I intend on reaching. And people consider me to be fearless with a heart of gold. I am Ariel, and I am a dreamer who is always thinking of the next big step in her life. Some people think that I set my sights too high, but my friends know that I am capable of anything. Now, if you're feeling a little too mature for the classic BuzzFeed princess personality test, um, we have something a little more professional for you, which is the 16 personality test based off of Myers-Briggs theory of 16 personalities. If you think you haven't heard of it, it's 16personalities.com, and anytime I start a conversation with people about it, about half of people I talk to, it seems like, have already taken it at some point, so you might have, but it's really interesting to go beyond just the personality type that you got and actually get into understanding what those four letters mean. That's what we were talking about at the beginning when we said that Michaela is an ENFJ and I am an ENFP. As you can see, Hannah and I are both pretty alike, considering we only have one letter difference. And you may be like, what the heck do these letters mean? Which is why we're going to enlighten you. Yes, each letter represents what on the 16 Personalities website is called an aspect. And these are adopted from the Myers-Briggs personality tests. And I think I've maybe tried to take something like that before, but it costs money or something. 16 Personalities is free, which is awesome. So to get into those aspects, the first one is called mind and you have an E or an I. E being for extroverted and I being for introverted. And this is one you've probably heard of it. You probably kind of know what that means, but I think a lot of people are kind of misguided on it because there's an assumption that anyone who's talkative is an extrovert and anybody who's shy is an introvert. But this isn't necessarily true it's more about where you get your energy from. Like, if you go out with a lot of people, do you have a good time and are you energized afterwards? Or do you need a lot of alone time to recharge? And I've known some people, one person, one friend that we're going to talk about in particular is actually really pretty good with people and she likes to talk and she does like being around people, but she still considers herself an introvert because she needs time by herself to recharge. Which, that's, I mean, introverted versus extroverted is kind of complicated in the way that I feel like this test isn't particularly good at determining um, whether you're introverted or extroverted. Like, as we said, Lucy, um, you know, on hers it said that she was very extroverted, but, you know, she says that being around people, like, while she likes it, but when she gets home she's just exhausted. And so I think that that's one thing that 
it's not completely accurate, so you kind of have to, as with all of these, you have to be kind of one to decide whether or not you agree with it. Yeah. The next aspect is called energy, and you can have either an N or an S for that one, and the N is for intuition, and the S means observation, and it's kind of about whether you focus on ideas or the real world. An intuitive person is more open-minded and imaginative, and an observation or sensing person is more focused kind of on reality and being practical and facts. And an example of my own life that I think is a pretty good example is, see, I am an intuitive, and sometimes I enjoy talking about hypothetical alternate universes where I'm, say, married to a goat. Yeah, I don't know where these things come from, <laughs> from dear Hannah, but um, she definitely discusses strange hypothetical scenarios frequently. Um, so I think that she is definitely yeah. an intuitive. Yeah, for and, sure. And I've learned, you know, some people, when I start talking about that, like I've started talking about this with Michaela before, and, you know, they're likely to, another intuitive is likely to join in that conversation and add some stuff too, where a more observation or sensing person is likely to just kind of sit there and laugh at me. <laughs> An interesting fact is that um, the first time I took this personality text test, I found out that I was a console, which is an ESFJ. Um, and so that's only one letter difference, and I took it last year, and the letter that's different is um, I went from being an S to now an N. So now I'm intuitive, and I used to be more observational and sensing. So I think that's very interesting that um, that's something that's changed as I've gotten older. Mm -hmm. So the next letter that we're going to talk about is um, nature. And so this is feeling versus, versus thinking. Yes, and it's kind of about, you know, do you use your logic or your emotions to make decisions? And, I mean, obviously a feeling person is going to be more open and expressive about their emotions, where a thinking person is going to try and just override that side of themselves with not, with logic, I mean. And, you know, thinkers really do have just as many emotions, are just as emotional as feelers, but a thinker is going to try and suppress that more and use rationality in their actions and to make decisions, where a feeler is going to show and acknowledge their feelings a little more and when they're trying to do this you know they also are thinking of the feelings of others so in like a group setting a thinker when they're working on a project is going to try and do what is most efficient where a feeler might be more focused on what's making everyone happy and what's interesting is um, we had everyone in our group of friends take this test, and there's sort of four of us who we had to do this, and then um, my mom also has a group of friends who there's four of them, and so we had, you know, these eight people all take the test, and we're doing a comparison, and all eight people all were feeling instead of thinking, and I feel like that's very interesting. I think it's a key part of our friendship is mm -hmm. the fact that when we all talk to each other, you know, we all are people who I feel like are very in tune with our emotions and enjoy talking about our emotions. Yeah. Um, the next letter is we're talking, going to talk about tactics, which is perspective versus judging. So a person who's judging, which I will say when we use the word judging, that does not mean judgmental. 
it just means a judging person is more decisive, they're more of a planner, where a prospective person likes to keep their options open and they're a little bit more about improvising. A judger will also follow rules a little better and they are more about sticking with plans and kind of upholding the law where perspectives, you know, they might kind of bend the rules a little bit. I think a great example of this is a friend that I have who just graduated and she is a prospective person and, you know, she's going off to college and she's considered a lot of different careers, but she right now is going to be in an open option program and that's a key word for prospecting. They like to keep their options open. Where her younger sister, who just finished her sophomore year, already has everything planned out pretty much. She has her whole college path and her career just planned out and she's only a sophomore. Yeah, and so Hannah and I, this is the one letter where Hannah and I are different. Um, I am judging and <laughs> Hannah is perspective, um, which I think makes perfect sense. Yeah. I'm definitely more of a planner. I really like to have everything planned out and thought out beforehand. And um, that's definitely the part of my personality where if you're talking type A versus type B, yeah. I'm much more type A. I really, sometimes I really try to make plans and lists and stuff, but I'm never able to stick to it or I just look back at plans and they confuse me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I feel like that's one thing where um, in our friend group we're split half and half, we're half judging, half perspective, which I feel like that's something that, I mean, I feel like perspective people need judging people and vice versa, yeah, you know, absolutely. to keep the world running. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's... Okay, so as we said, those four letters add up to a personality, and basically what the 16 Personalities website has done is divided the 16 personalities into groups of four, and each group of four has personalities that all have a fair amount in common, and so those four are diplomats, explorers, analysts, and sentinels. Yes. So, um, the three of us all, um, out of our friend group, three of us are all diplomats, which are considered to be warm, caring, considerate individuals. Um, they have a lot of empathy and they believe in cooperation. They have a hard time relying on cold rationality and are slow to make decisions. They're intuitive and feeling. Right. So they both, they both have the N and F letter within their four letter thing. And our other friend, we have one friend in our group who's not a diplomat, and that's Lucy. She is an explorer. Explorers are observant and prospecting. They're spontaneous. They like to connect with their surroundings. They're really good at thinking on their feet and using tools and techniques. And they're really very good in crisis. And I would totally agree with this. Um, Lucy is very good at technical things. She's good at, like, she makes really cool videos. um, And she's definitely the type of person who's way more observant than I am. Um, I remember one day we walked to our class every single day together the whole year. And we always passed this girl who was pregnant. And at the end of the year, I said something like, like, no one in our school has gotten pregnant or anything like that. And she was like, Michaela, we pass this girl every <laughs> single day. I just am not I've, observant, and she is. <laughs> I've had, like, the exact same experience her, with her, except that every day in the hallway, apparently we've walked by this couple, and apparently, you know, they're a little bit PDA, and there's always a third wheel kind of hanging out there. 
And she started talking to me about it one day, and I was like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah, so um, Hannah and I are much more kind of in our own heads, in our own little worlds, you know, (laughs) talking about our theoretical podcast that has now become a reality. So I feel like um, y'all need some explorers in your life, which is where Lucy comes comes in handy. (laughs) So the next type we have analysts, which are intuitive and thinking. Um, They embrace rationality and they excel in science. They're strong-willed and imaginative. Um, They're interested in what works, not what satisfies. So, um, you know, we all are more interested in, you know, making other people happy, whereas they are interested in what's efficient and what works. Um, I also feel like bringing up Katniss Everdeen. She is one of the ones I remember is in this analyst category and INTJ to be specific. I guess part of the reason I remember that is because my personality type is Peter Malark, but we'll get to that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So last we have the sentinels, which are observant and judging. Um, So I used to be a sentinel um, last year, back when I was a Mm -hmm. consul, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And so they are cooperative and highly practical. So they're stable and hardworking, administrative, and they like rules. They stick to plans and work hard. They're inflexible and close-minded. So I guess I'm happy that I've become less close-minded, maybe. So that's a good thing. (laughs) I mean, I don't know how much of it is having to do with you changing, though, and maybe, maybe this time you did a little better at the test. I think one way that this test has the potential to fail is if a person taking it like maybe isn't quite self-aware enough or overthinks it or I think it's very possible to look at a question and answer it based on what you want to be rather than what you actually are like I can look at a question that says you are very organized and I might put agree all the way because sometimes I try to be organized and because I would really like to be organized because I think being organized is smart but that doesn't mean that I am Mm. Yes, definitely. I feel like something where these um, personality tests can also fail is there's a bit of a lurking variable with the fact of, you know, it gives you percentages for how common your personality type is. And it's sort of like, well, is it just more common for this type of person to be interested in taking personality tests? You know, are we all feeling because feeling people are very interested in what personality type they have where as more, like, you know, logical people are like, I don't care what personality type I have, I have a personality who cares, you know? I will say that I have met people who find this interesting who aren't within our personality group. Like, I know a guy who's very much an analyst, and he thinks this stuff is really interesting, too. Yeah, true. So So maybe we all like to know a little bit more about what's going on inside of our heads. (laughs) I'm sure there are some people who don't care, but... Probably. Alright. What's also really interesting that, basically, in all that I've read on the website, I feel like I couldn't find much that talked about how different personalities work together, and we're kind of curious about how this plays out, like, within our families and within our friend groups. For example, to look at my family, I have one older brother... And I've got both my mom and my dad. And what's interesting is how my mom seems to be pretty different from us for the most part. For example, my dad is 
exactly me except he's introverted and my brother and I are the same except I'm a feeler and he's a thinker but my mom has literally all opposite letters from me and so it might be interesting to ask the question oh well if somebody has complete opposite letters from you then that means that you probably don't get along but that's not really true my mom and I actually generally get along pretty well we know that we're different but I don't know I think in a way we're kind of interested in each other's differences yeah well my theory is I feel like um you can get along well with someone who's the exact same as you. Like, within my mom's friend group, there are two people who are the defender personality. Um, And so they are the exact same. Um, And, but the thing is, you know, they still get along well. You know, I feel like this world, you know, you can get along with any personality type. Mm -hmm. It's just that you, it's important to have all of the personality types, I think, for the world to work. Yeah, because within my family, my mom is the only observation person and the only judging person. And I think, and those are two letters that tend to have kind of more practical skills associated with them. And my mom fits in the sentinel category. And yeah, basically, we'd be kind of a mess without her because, you know, the rest of us are these intuitive prospectors who are kind of like, oh, well, I'll clean this up later and then forget to (laughs) (laughs) yeah and I feel like part of the reason our friend group gets along so well is that we're half you know as I said earlier we're half judging and half perspective you know yeah and we're half introverted and half extroverted basically um something that's really kind of interesting to watch play out is that everyone in our group of four is intuitive except for Lucy Lucy is an observation person and when I think about that it really makes sense because the conversations that we have where she's the most vocal are a little bit more about real things like if we're talking about school or the future or like I don't know lately we were talking about like just dating and marriage and stuff and you know like real life things that's a conversation where she has more to say where about a week ago we had this sleepover and by about four in the morning Lucy has been asleep for hours, and Brecken and Michaela and I are all up, still just talking about random stuff, and it got to this point where we said to each other, do we even exist? Yeah, we, I mean, you know what happens when you're such, so low on sleep, and then you just, I mean, we're much more likely to talk about philosophical things that there really is no point to talking about, but, you know, it's interesting, and Lucy's much more likely to talk about real things, which... Are either of those qualities bad? No. No. I mean, they're both, you know, and that's something else I want to talk about. I don't feel like any personality on there is bad. They all have their strengths and their weaknesses. Like, for me, my weakness is that I'm I'm a protagonist. Um, So, Mm -hmm. I already gave the letters, but as a protagonist, um, I'm supposed to be, like, sort of the leaders of the world, that type thing, which I always have loved leading and kind of being in charge. Um, and so I feel like as a protagonist, you know, that's something that I like to do. And, you know, I have my weaknesses where I might not always be good at making decisions without, you know, 
taking everybody's thoughts into account, you know, Mm -hmm. but I have strengths too, so it's sort of like when you take this test, you have to not be like, oh, I feel like a terrible person, I just answered that sometimes I feel like I'm better than other people, Yeah. but you have to not worry about that because, I mean, all the personality types are good. Yeah, and it even goes down to just the individual letters, like, extroverts are not better than introverts. An introvert is not a person who needs to work on their social skills and come out of their shell or work on their shyness or anything. That's just how they are and how they're wired. And, you know, each individual letter is going to have things associated with it that will be strengths or weaknesses, but neither, you know, it's not like one letter is necessarily better than the other and the other one is a person who needs to strive to get this one. Right. And I know my friend, you know, Lucy, she took her test and then she was like reading out her, you know, characteristics and she had someone tell her like, oh, that's terrible. I'm sorry. (laughs) You know, and she was like, wait, what? You know, because her thing talked about how she likes to be the center of attention and, you know, she's an entertainer. And um, it's like, you know, sometimes we think of those as bad things, but they really aren't, you know. Yeah. Um. Okay, I think it's really interesting just to read. Okay, I like reading the full descriptions of each personality, but I typed up here, like, just these little tiny descriptions of each one that's on the website. At least that, like, in our friend group that we have. Michaela, as a protagonist, it says, is a charismatic and inspiring leader able to mesmerize her listeners. (laughs) That's so funny. And... I don't know. It's kind of funny um, just because I feel like in our friend group I am the one to like always plan out everything yeah. and be like, all right, everybody, we're getting together at this time and we're all going here. And <laughs> yeah, and I'm in. I'm also an extrovert, and so I probably invite us to do things about as often as Michaela, but I'm more likely to be like, hey, you guys want to go do this thing or meet at this place and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> and Hannah is a campaigner. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's very interesting. Um, Hannah and three other people who um, are older than us that we're friends with are all campaigners. And it's right. very interesting because it's not like it's, you know, crazy common to be a campaigner, is it? Um, I think it's fairly common. It's about 7%, so it's not like super common, but it's not, like, rare either. Right. But Hannah is enthusiastic, creative, and a sociable free spirit who can always find a reason to smile. And that's just, I mean, we might say that some personalities sound bad, but that one sure sounds, sounds mighty swell. (laughs) It does. I think it does. I think it does, too. (laughs) Um, Lucy is an entrepreneur, well, she used to be an entrepreneur, um, but then she took it again and found out that she is now an entertainer. I agreed with that description a lot better than I did entrepreneur, except... Definitely. Like we said, Lucy is one of those who tested and came out as an extrovert, but she considers herself an introvert, and that's what we agree with. Mm -hmm. So, entertainers are supposed to be spontaneous, energetic, and enthusiastic people Life is never boring around them, which I would say Lucy tends to be the life of the party. You know, if you're somewhere, you always see people kind of flock to her because she's always, you know, I know they had things with their lunch table where, you know, 
the table that she would be at would be very loud and very... Yeah, they would. You know, <laughs> that's just the way Lucy is. And so even though that's probably the most different from the rest of our, our group, um, you everyone needs that, you know, to bring yeah. some light. <laughs> yeah, and like, you know, in our math class, she sits about the other side of the room from me. And, you know, this particular class, everybody pretty much talked. It was pretty loud. But oftentimes I would just hear her yell something. It was the or most even, entertaining statistics class you'll ever take. Yeah, not, e- not even yelling, though. Just kind of having a conversation at her normal volume, and I'd hear it. And then I'd really want to know what she was talking about, but also be involved with another conversation. She just, when she talks, she has so much energy in yeah. her. And so, I mean, while an entertainer, some people think, oh, they always want to be the center of the attention, but, like, you need something to have your attention go to if you're Hannah and I and our attention likes to wander. (laughs) Um, And then we have Brecken, who is our advocate, Um, and she is quiet and mystical, yet very inspiring and tirelessly idealist. I like that description, quiet and mystical. Yes. And it, it has kind of a picture of, like, almost like a wizard for her <laughs> is what it looks like i don't know it's like a that's great i mean each each personality has like a drawing of a person and they're kind of weird looking but <laughs> brecken's advocate has kind of like a great beard oh man yeah so i feel like oh my gosh and there's a wand too <laughs> scroll down Oh my gosh. Right now we're looking at the um, website. All of the diplomats have very fairy tale-like characters. Yeah. Um, which, as we said earlier, three out of the four of us lie in the diplomat category. Um, you know, you have me, the protagonist, and I'm like holding a sw- sword and like yeah. shit. <laughs> I'm the campaigner, and what's interesting about mine is I'm pretty sure that's a woman, but it's wearing like pants and a shirt and tie. Oh, and Hannah has a beaded pearl tie. That's true. Wow. It all fits, honestly. It knows a little bit too much about me. (laughs) It's a little frightening. Yeah. That's what what some people say about this website, though. Yeah, that it can be frightening how spot on it is sometimes. There are some that read stuff and it comes up wrong. And sometimes I'll read descriptions for other people and I'll be reading it and I'll think, this isn't like them at all and it'll be like a weakness or something. But then I realize that the reason that I don't feel like it's like them is because this is something that, you know, without necessarily taking personality tests, that they've kind of known in themselves to be a weakness and have worked on. So it's like, I don't even know that it's there. Yeah. Um, and then, oh my gosh, I love the wizard advocate. But see, I feel like I agree with Brecken's personality description a lot. Um, sometimes the four of us will be at my house and, um, my mom always says like, she's like, Brecken, I just feel like is so kind of quiet, you know, like, you know, I know that if I ever, you know, asked her questions, she would always answer them and everything, but she just seems so, you know, and I feel like a lot of people, like, everyone loves Brecken, but not everyone knows, like, a whole lot about her. She is very mystical. She's quite mystical. (laughs) (laughs) Brecken, if you're listening to this right now, we love you. You're just so mystical, but, um... Yeah, so an interesting thing is, as I said earlier, I had my mom's friends take this Mm -hmm. test, and we found out that out of my mom's group, they had um, an entertainer, two diplomats, Defenders, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yes, sorry. Two defenders and an advocate. So it's very interesting that out of all the 16 personalities, in that group, you have two defenders one is my mom and then you have um an entertainer and an advocate which we have in our group yeah 
Defender was, I think, a pretty common one. I think it said like 13% or something. So statistically, it's not overly surprising, but it's surprising that our groups match that way. Yeah. So, I mean, I always feel like my mom and I are quite a bit alike, but I guess personality-wise, we are, we're actually quite a bit different, honestly. Um, We're both feeling and judging, Um, but my mom is introverted and more sensing, Mm -hmm. whereas I'm more intuitive and extroverted. So, I don't know. It's just interesting how similar our two groups are. And I was just curious, you know, Hannah, what do you think? Do you think that, like, all friend groups have one letter that they all have in common? Do you think that most work out this way? I don't know. I bet I bet it's a pretty common thing. Like, I guess among friend groups that function really well. Because, you know... One thing that really makes me wonder this about our particular group of four is that I know that it's very possible for me to be in a group of four, say, with three completely different people, and I can love and appreciate all of those people and not have any problem with them, and they can all feel that way about each other, but it's possible, even if we all know each other fairly well, to just not mesh that well. Right. Even if there's not fighting or anything, we just might not have a great time together, and so it makes me wonder what specifically about this grouping of people just makes it so much fun because if we added or subtracted one person it would completely change everything and thus is the delicate balance of personalities yes yeah so i feel like this is all very interesting stuff to me Me um and i don't know if you all agree with what your personality came out to be hannah how much do you agree with yours Um, I agree with mine quite a bit. I wasn't totally sure at first, and at first it also made me a little bit sad because I was looking at some of the letters and it made me think, oh wow, I'm just an irrational person, especially when I look at feeling versus thinking, because I was a feeler, and so I looked at that and thought, dang it, I'm irrational, and I really like to think of myself as a logical person, but then when I read more in depth about the letters and about my specific personality, it's not that I am just devoid of logic it's like I kind of have my own different logic that keeps my feelings and other people's feelings into consideration and doesn't like try to suppress them or say that they don't matter well I mean to brag on you a little bit I mean you're a very smart person you know I mean in case any of you didn't know this but Hannah is definitely a very studious person and um you know so I feel like just saying I feel like you are logical. You just enjoy being kind of more not logical. (laughs) No. But um, something interesting that I've been thinking about is once you find out what your personality is, how does that change the way you think? Um, I had, then Lucy, we were talking, and she was like, ever since I found out I was an entertainer, sometimes I'll be talking a whole bunch, and then I'll be like, oh, well, it's not a big deal that I'm talking so much because I'm an entertainer. That's just what we do, you know? Yeah, I think I think it's one thing to, like, look at those of your friends and people around you and try and use it to understand them better, but I don't know that it's always right to, like, look at it and then try and justify weaknesses that you have and say, oh, well, it's okay that I have this thing that I do and not try to change it, which not... Not to say anything bad about Lucy, because I don't 
you know, I like hearing things that she has to say. Right. But, but for instance, like, my personality type, it says that I'm too selfless, which I do not agree with. I feel like I'm a selfish person, but for some reason it said that I am, like, too selfless, but, like, I don't know. I don't feel like you should suddenly look at your personality type and be like, oh, well, it's okay that I don't take any time for myself because I was just wired this way, you know? <laughs> like, whatever your weaknesses are or strengths are, you know? And that's the other thing. I don't feel like anyone should take this personality test too seriously, yeah. you know? We just like to look at it for fun, and mm -hmm. I think it's fun to kind of look at the way we balance out each other. Yeah. So... I don't know. So you should take the test and then maybe ask your friends to take the test and see how you all compare. Yes. And so, you know, like we said, I'm a prospector and Michaela is a judger. And I got more or less put in charge of thinking of an ending, but as a person who doesn't plan and prefers to improvise, I didn't come up with one. So we're here today trying to end this. <laughs> And as a judging person, I would have planned every word that would come out of Hannah's <laughs> mouth right now. But instead, we're just going to leave you with nothing. <laughs> yep. Just because I'm an improvising person doesn't mean I'm good at it. <laughs> so, bye-bye. Uh, bye, everybody.